Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. I'm Charles Firth and with me today is Dom Knight. Correct. And John Delmenico. Hello. The new Chief Content Delivery Quality Comedy CEO, uh, Head of Marketing, etc. at The Chaser. Yeah, this is like my 10th job at The Chaser. So far, none of them have involved like a pay rise. <laughs> Do we three, pay you? I think three of them involve the word manager. Mm. I've gone from a correspondent <laughs> to an intern, which is a young... And then That's because uh, you wanted yeah, to be. Yeah, that is because I wanted to be. Yeah. How many people as a manager do you manage? Theoretically, I supposed to manage the marketing, but so far, nobody who we've asked to actually like at least tell me when they're going to market something has done that, which is why we've changed my role name, is that... It just didn't work because when we tried to have me ma- uh, managing one person, I, I liked it, and that one person being Charles. Yeah, and I'm I'm hope I, I don't take direction. I, I like that um, <laughs> the way the chase has evolved over the years is to not only become a comedy producing organisation, but also a joke of an organisation. <laughs> well, I've come on today not to talk about my new role. All right, that's probably good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about a different issue in my career, which is that so for la- uh, anyone who's read the shot last year because I haven't bothered doing it this year. Mm. Um, there was a period where I was doing youth issues at the like problems at the shot. Yes. Yeah, and during I read it, those. I was calling for there to be more uh, youth journalists because from Gen Z at the time there was like four of us. There was me, mm. friend of the show Leo Puglisi, mm. uh, Lavender Badge, and then Yasmin Pool. All four of us, as respected as each other in the industry, mm. no problems. Clearly, yes. respect is a very yeah. strong word. No, no, he, he said as respected. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a scale that yeah. goes from zero to one hundred. You're as respected as a fourteen-year-old schoolboy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. But then the problem's been that the other outlets have actually hired more Gen Z, uh, like people like Billy Fitzsimons, who's already an editor, mm. because like she worked up to doing that, which is unfair. Because what about the rest of us who didn't work up to doing that? Yes. And then a bunch of other places, like The Guardian, recently hired some um, young people as well. And then all of them immediately are now doing like TV, other podcasts, and Triple J, and I've missed out. Oh, no. So it may. Co- you become the dom of the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> Were you not for. Did you at any point think that working for the Chaser in 2022 would lead to glory <laughs> and opportunity? Like, it, isn't the writing on the wall or rather on the website that doesn't make any money? <laughs> yeah, I have made some, uh, a lot of errors, and then also thinking about it. <laughs> I can't really beat those people in terms of like journalistic merit anyway. Well, I mean, Billy Fitzsimons is a great example. All you need to do to be Billy Fitzsimons, who I'm sure is wonderfully talented, mm. just get Lisa Wilkinson and Peter Fitzsimons to adopt you. Yes. And um, yes. that may help. I'm not saying she didn't I'm not saying she didn't get there no. on merit. No. Because she's from Gen Z, so I don't read her stuff or care. No. But, um, you know, that's yeah. one way to do it. Does she write about um, how she affords to rent her family <laughs> mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Has she written an article, OMG, my dad's fucking bandana, because I would read that. 
He doesn't wear that anymore, by the way. He's embraced his baldness. I don't know exactly what the others write, but I know most of it's good because it, from what I have seen. Okay. Because they've, they've had career progression yeah. is your point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, John, what is it, A, that you want and B, that you think there's any hope in hell that we can offer yeah, you? How do you, well, how do you remake yourself to, to sort of be relevant to 2022? So I realised the thing that I was doing that no one else, that the others weren't doing because they were doing like proper journalism and fact-checking was yes. I was just like giving a youth perspective. Mm. But then I had a look at old media outlets and realised I was going from the wrong angle. Mm. No one wants to hear young people's perspectives on what young people are dealing with. Yes. They want to hear the perspectives that get um, the boomers angry yes. and the boomers interest, interested. Yes. So I went through old media and started finding uh, topics I didn't even realise were issues for Gen Z. So right, so what you so you, what you want is the the boomer angle on Gen Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. So we don't actually want genuinely to know what you think or, mm-hmm. or your experiences are. No, we just want to know a bastardized um, sort of stereotypical version of it, so that we can get angry. Oh, that works. I mean, I'm not a boomer, but I'm closer to boomers than I am your age. I think so. Yeah, so bring it on. When I thought boomer, I thought Channel Nine because they're the oldest, yes. like they're the highest average age of a TV host and the whitest. Mm. So that's where I found out through the Channel 9 papers about the threat to Gen Z called Fran Kelly. Oh, yes. That there's this person called Fran Kelly who mm. apparently is just going around stealing young people's jobs. Yes. And she's causing us all to uh, have issues throughout an entire entertainment industry. Yes. It's all her fault specifically. Yes, because we shouldn't blame the systemic defundization of the ABC over the last 10 years. We shouldn't. Blame the fact that uh, the government pulled $1.6 billion out of the ABC, which means that there's only one show left on the ABC. Yeah. We should blame Fran Kelly <coughs> for taking that one show from the Gen Z. Is that is that your argument? Well, that's the argument that the media's taken, so obviously that's my argument. Yes, yes, um, good. And because yes. I was looking at it and I was confused because I was like, because they're like, oh, not, she's not going to bring in young audiences at 9.30pm on a Friday night. And I was like... <laughs> p.m. on a Friday night on the ABC is not really when I'll be thinking young people are going to be tuning in. Mind you, do you what? Chase's War and Everything. Yeah. That started in that time slot. It did start there. Yeah, I've learned that because that's in every single article. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) But it only started there. It's only started there because they had The Fat, Mm. which was quite successful. It's a sports comedy show. And then Tony Squires, the host of The Fat, was poached by commercial TV to do a different show. And with the budget that they had, they got us to do the war and everything as cheaply as possible for the price of a, of a fairly ba- underpaid talk show. So that's the only reason. It was never a good idea <laughs> to put us on on Friday night. It was just that was the slot that was. Mm. Um, although, um, just on Frank Kelly, what an amazing thing for a woman to have a, a talk show. That has literally never happened before in the history of television. Yeah, so it depends on the perspective. You look actually quite progressive <laughs> in a weird way. Yeah, I saw that point because um, people got mad at ABC for this defence where – uh, somebody pointed out that um, she is the first woman over 60 to land a hosting gig like this in Australia mm. and that usually she would have just been kicked off TV by now. But well, like she was that, kicked onto TV. That's the weird thing. Yeah. But wait a minute. Where did you re- – because it sounds like, – I, I mean, I'm not across the Fran mm. Kelly controversy. Oh, there was one op-ed piece that I, I read that too. But, but it was that, and that was in nine. I would have thought that sounds like a Murdoch-style hit job, doesn't it? Like – because so, isn't the whole thing that the ABC can never do right? So if you design a show that will only be watched in an old person's time slot and put an old woman in there to host it, then you're wrong because 
actually Gen Z should have had that that slot. Or it should have had it somewhere else. So Channel Nine did multiple articles and a podcast episode about this issue like did two they? months ago. Multiple. I've read one. <laughs> and then News Corp jumped on it. Wow. Which then oh, led no, to yeah, News Corp. Which then led to it. Ida Buttrose responding terribly. Like she was like, "Oh, it's ageist, and we already give Gen Z enough content." And give them enough opportunities as it is. If if anything, we're giving them too many. It's time to give older people yes, a shot. Yes, I agree. Which, yes. Like again, at first I was like, "That's silly," but now I obviously a hundred percent agree. Yeah, you know, you agree with that. Uh, yeah. And then it kicked it off all again, and now the yes. show started. Like, I, I love how like it's not the actually it's a systemic problem. We shouldn't be fighting yeah, over the scraps. The, I love it how even the chairperson of of the ABC, Ida Butros, can come through. And have a really shit take. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I must say, the idea that Gen Z would even want a TV show, show on linear television is bizarre. <laughs> like, it's going, oh, oh, would you young people like to work at the Dinosaur Museum? <laughs> From there, I was like, because again, I was like, oh, I don't even know Frank Kelly existed. What else am I not even missing out on? Because I'm not looking at that area of TV. This is the, this is well, the strangest thing about on, the article. Yeah. So many people who read that article would have been gone... Fra- Fran Kelly? Who's Fran Kelly? Mm. Like the woman who hosted RN Breakfast for, I think, 17 years, um, was listened to by almost all the kind of top opinion makers in the country who run media organisations, mm. but almost nobody else, right? Let's be let's be frank. It's not – let's, let's speak frankly. Don't, don't, but I loved Fran. I know you did yeah. because you run a media organisation. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I'm I, a titan I asked, of media. When all this went down, I asked quite a few people in my life what they thought about Fran Kelly and if they were fans. And the majority of them had never heard of Frank Kelly. Not only didn't listen to her, but the, the name meant nothing. So does this suggest that we shouldn't be doing an entire podcast episode about Frank Kelly? This no, does it suggest that this is – I am trying to move – I have tried oh, are you to move away <coughs> twice. Okay, move, let's move on. Yeah, we only move. want to talk about Frank Kelly because we're part of the problem. In yeah, this yeah, yeah. So anyway. from going from there, I learned – I was like, what else can I learn about issues facing Gen Z that Gen Z doesn't know about? Yeah. So then I went to Channel 10 because Todd Sampson had a two-part documentary series on this issue and the internet. And it was great because I was almost immediately met with this. The earlier or younger that you start using the internet or using devices, more likely you are to be diagnosed with ADHD. That's an attentional disorder and that's increasing correlated with device use. Right, so immediately, that's very early in their documentary, which is a very quick, like, oh, no, Gen Z is getting ADHD from this. Except mm. they said correlated there, which is true that there is a correlation because correlations don't mean anything, and this has already been proven wrong by scientists multiple times. Yes. Oh, yes. correlation in the sense of correlation is not necessarily causation, that sort of correlation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, the like, there, there is a correlation but at the exact same time... Yes, because what it's saying is that people who have ADHD really like their phones well, in the same way that people who have phones really like their ADHD. Yeah, like, but, it, yeah. but in the same way that people who don't have ADHD also <laughs> use their phones <laughs> the entire time. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. What scientists say the actual thing that's leading to this correlation, which they don't mention at all, is that alongside this correlation is the other correlation that is probably the reason why the diagnosis has gone up by about 50%, which is that testing amongst women has gotten increasingly better. And they've, because they went from not believing that ADHD almost doesn't exist in females and realizing, no, it's the same rate as men and just changing the testing. Mm. And that led to a nearly 50% increase in diagnosis at the same time uh. as that one, which 100% just makes sense of what it is. But you can, I realized there, the best way to talk about Zoomer issues is to just say things that might be true. Yes. And if you just don't and, assert it as a fact, that's fine. And if you use the word correlation, you can say anything. Mm. Uh, and then immediately, they, they, the whole documentary, they kept talking about how misinformation is rampant online and people use fear to scare audiences for their own financial gain and keep people interested. While simultaneously saying, you probably have HD from your screens and watching this on. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we'll listen to the next clip. I wanted to warn them to say, don't go on this site. It's dangerous. It's, it's filled with pedophiles and, 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 and criminal activity. OnlyFans successfully blurs the line between online influencer culture and pornography, which is why it's growing in popularity amongst kids. Today, we're conditioned to salivate at the sound of a beep. Nearly half of Replica's users now see their chatbot as a romantic partner. Do they? The scary part is, we're just at the beginning of what this technology will become. Is this... The Reverend Fred Nile. <laughs> can, can I also just point this? out, Todd Sampson, yeah. uh, a bit young to be having a TV show. I think he's in his 50s rather than his 60s, but we'll yeah. let it pass. He's, he's, he's the new generation of TV presenters. So, what, so, what, what, so, uh, what? So, yeah, no, so if you're thinking, <laughs> so like if you're wondering if he like cited sources. Well, where, where, so, where no. is this airing, this show? Channel 10. This is a two-part documentary series that they've been advertising for literally months. Oh, right. and he moved from the ABC to Channel 10, which doesn't have as rigorous a fact-checking policy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so literally at no point throughout the entire two-part documentary does he cite a single source. Yeah, he just right. says things that are true. At multiple points, they have uh, text come up on screen that have facts, mm. but they don't source for that either. So there was one that was like, there was one that said most Gen Z people's friends are strangers they've met online and they don't know, which there was... And they said that their source for that was uh, most experts agree. So they're oh. basically pulling like a 9 out of 10 dentists agree with this stat. It's actually proven that most experts agree that saying most experts agree means that your claim is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Most also, experts say that. They also said like TikTok trends, including the cinnamon challenge and planking, are causing real harm. Planking? <laughs> yeah. Two Planking's trends. good for you. Planking's something personal trainers get you to do. <laughs> Planking is a 10-year-old Trend. It was a trend mm. on YouTube and Facebook 10 years ago, but they're citing it in this as a TikTok uh, trend today. Don, I think you've created a straw man here because doesn't Todd Sampson come from the advertising industry? Yeah. Like, yeah. shouldn't we just not trust anything that he says anyway? Like, Yeah, that is that is something they constantly push through. Like, you can't trust anyone from the advertising <laughs> yeah, industry. As including me. <laughs> um, but the, the other thing I learned about how to do this type of journalism really well is even if you don't get the information that you want from the person, mm. you can just twist it in the edit. Um, like when he was talking to an OnlyFans girl, this ca this happened. How much do you think loneliness plays a role? Oh, big one. In the customers? Yeah, the big one. So in some ways you are a kind of cure for loneliness for a lot of people. Yeah. I can't help but wonder, is it the cure or is it the cause? Right, and then I <laughs> so the information he was given 
was that lonely men sometimes um, go to lo uh, OnlyFans mm. to try to make a connection. But instead he twisted it into this weird incel argument that OnlyFans is turning men lonely. But I would also yes. point out that if, you t if you're just listening to that, like when you're talking about OnlyFans, the phrase big one out of context really <laughs> couldn't mean anything. <laughs> so obviously this is all really scary, but I found there's a whole other uh, angle to Gen Z news that I hadn't even thought of, which yeah. is really happy news. It, can I just, sorry, sorry yeah, I'm yeah. just going to, did yeah. he happen to depict sort of sexy women as part of, in part of this documentary? Like, was she on screen chatting and she Yeah, he interviewed like, her and uh, yeah. helped her shoot one of her videos. So there was a bit of prurient interest in oh. Todd Sampson. So I, you know what I think? I think Lonely Men are, are tuning in to Todd Sampson's documentary. Yeah. To just, um, because, and that's causing <laughs> loneliness, John. Well, Charles, I'm surprised you're criticising this because he said uh, that people who are criticising it just don't have kids, so they don't understand what the problems are. But, um, but I've got kids. <laughs> yeah, so moving on from the bizarreness of Todd Sampson, I have happier news that you can also use. Like Pedestrian announced that climate change is solved oh, and that we just never need to worry about it again. You mean the nine-entertainment-owned nine Pedestrian? Yeah, their youth yeah. brand yeah. Um, have an article about how Anthony Albanese mm -hmm. has saved the day and how his climate policies are in line with the Paris Agreement and we never need to worry about it again. With, the ex with an exact quote at the end of the article saying, if you've been feeling weighed down by climate news, keep this bad boy bookmarked as a little reminder of what's on the way. We all need a bit of hope sometimes. This this is why you don't want to work as the Gen Z or Z <laughs> correspondent. Because you've got to use phrases like, phrase like, keep this bad boy bookmarked. Because I don't know if you... Every time you read a youth writer, yeah, they can't is. write in normal language. They've mm -hmm. got to use youth lingo to prove that it's... Like, pedestrian drives me nuts. It has to also be youth lingo that um, convinces your older executives that you're using youth lingo. Yeah, so you can't, can't be actual youth lingo, which I wouldn't understand any of the words. Yeah, It's just things that yeah, Peter Costello will think, oh, the youth site's being very youthy. Now, this might shock you. Something that both Pedestrian and New, um, New Daily do a lot is they do ad posts. So that this whole article about Anthony Albany's climate policy is paid for by a company. Do you want to guess who's paid for this? Is it the Australian Labor Party by any chance? Uh, no, it's Colgate. I was just going to say, with, <laughs> what? I was going to say it's the coal what? lobby, but you're Colgate. saying it's Colgate as in the toothpaste manufacturer. What? This is the paragraph about Colgate. As much as we try our darndest to uh, make our indi individual habits more sustainable, blah, blah, blah. Take Colgate, for example. Knowing that there over a billion toothpaste tubes are chucked out per year in the US, they've developed a recyclable tube. So... Ah, uh, like so we don't have to worry about the environment because Anthony Albanese yeah. is there and we don't have to worry about our toothpaste tubes because Colgate's there. Yeah. And I have to worry about the journalism ethics, though. <laughs> so from there, I'm worried about that. from there, I looked at the other happy news for Gen Z, which annoyingly seems to all focus around the metaverse, which is the worst thing ever. Like, so they added legs in and they've got under 200k users worldwide. Yeah, this, I thought we'd already been established mm. that the metaverse was a bad joke, which I could have told you, John, based on a little thing called Second Life, which came out about 20 years ago yeah. and was equally shit. Well, even worse than that is this headline. Samsung is bringing The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon to Fortnite as it looks to connect to Gen Z in its latest move into the metaverse. <laughs> wow. Which, so these are the happy stories. And then... There's this press conference that is real from Roblox. Hey everyone, for those of you who may not recognize me as a Robloxian, I'm William White, Chief Marketing Officer at Walmart. 
and welcome to Walmart land. <laughs> what? So yeah, that's a chief marketing officer giving a press conference to one person inside of Roblox <laughs> and saying, you might not recognize me in my Roblox form, but I'm the chief marketing officer of Walmart. Someone who no one can recognize. Do you want to guess what Walmart land is? It's a giant Walmart What's store. A giant Walmart. <laughs> we are so excited for you to explore and enjoy one of Walmart's newest digital experiences on Roblox. Making the best of Walmart's aisles virtual. John, you know what? Yeah. Back in the day, the ABC did try to reach young audiences. They did try to innovate. They did try to get people like you with new ideas to do new things. And that led to the creation of ABC Island in Second Life, which is a, an island shaped like the ABC logo, which was quickly hacked. And I think it was <laughs> infiltrated with hardcore porn. And after that point, the ABC never, ever hired a young person to do anything ever again. And that's why you can't have a job. That's good. Yeah, I mean, the whole segment has really has given me a lot, of, lot more dread, except for the climate stuff, which I now know I don't have to worry about anymore, which is, yes. I guess, the main takeaway is... My life isn't going to be ruined by climate change now. It's going to be ruined by literally everything else. <laughs> I think that's – I'm with you on that. I think that's that's a good summary. I think I think that's a relatively optimistic and encouraging outlook for you, John, compared to continuing to work at The Chaser. <laughs> <laughs> Our gear is from Rode and we're part of the ACAST Creator Network and we apologise to John. <laughs> okay, Boomer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.